Hello and welcome to episode 764 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We're recording on the first Friday of the month. It is January 5th, 2024, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, a merry 12th day of Christmas to you. Let us begin with St. Alphonsus Liguri's Friday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain love towards her and Jesus Christ. O Mary, I already know that thou art the most noble, the most sublime, the most pure, the most beautiful, the most benign, the most holy, in a word, the most amiable of all creatures. O that all knew thee, my lady, and loved thee as thou dost merit. But I am consoled when I remember that in heaven and on earth there are so many happy souls who live enamored of thy goodness and beauty. Above all, I rejoice that God himself loves thee alone more than he loves all men and angels together. My most amiable queen, I, a miserable sinner, love thee also, but I love thee too little. I desire a greater and more tender love towards thee, and this thou must obtain for me, since to love thee is a great mark of predestination and a grace which God only grants to those whom he will save. I see also, my mother, that I am indeed under great obligations toward thy son. I see that he merits infinite love. Thou who desirest nothing else but to see him love hast to obtain me this grace above all others. Obtain me great love for Jesus Christ. Thou obtainest all that thou willest from God. Ah, then be graciously pleased to obtain me the grace to be so united to the divine will that I may never more be separated from it. I do not ask of thee earthly goods, honors, or riches. I ask thee for that which thy heart desires most for me. I wish to love my God. Is it possible that thou refusest to second this my desire which is so pleasing to thee? Ah, no. Thou already helpest me. Already thou prayest for me. Pray, pray, and cease not to pray until thou seest me safe in heaven beyond the possibility of evermore losing my Lord and certain to love him forever together with thee, my dearest mother. And since today is the first Friday of the month, I wanted to share this with you. This is from the Fatima Center. Everything we're going to be going through today is from the Fatima Center located at Fatima.org. This is entitled The Practice of the Devotion of the First Friday of Each Month. Our Lord also asked, this is part of a larger leaflet about the First Friday devotion. Our Lord also asked of Sister Margaret Mary that the First Friday of each month be designated as a day consecrated to honoring his Sacred Heart. The dispositions and motives for the First Friday communion are the same as on the Feast of the Sacred Heart, honoring our Lord's Sacred Heart by making reparation for the outrages which he has suffered and still suffers daily in the Blessed Sacrament. The devotional practices for the First Fridays are similar to those for the Feast of the Sacred Heart, visiting or making a spiritual visit to the Blessed Sacrament the night before, reading and meditating on our Lord's Sacred Heart, his love for us, his passion and death, on the first Friday, offering all our actions to our Lord and consecrating them to his Sacred Heart, visiting our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, the five visits recommended for the Feast of the Sacred Heart should be made if possible and for the same intentions, If five separate visits are not possible, then a single visit for the five intentions may be made. Going to confession, assisting at Mass, and receiving our Lord in Holy Communion, reciting the act of reparation to the Sacred Heart and the act of consecration to the Sacred Heart. Other suggested means of making reparation by honoring the Sacred Heart of Jesus 
are praying the Holy Rosary of the Blessed Virgin Mary, praying the Litany of the Sacred Heart, meditating on our Lord's passion and death, giving alms and doing extra penances. So if you're allowed, or excuse me, if uh, time and circumstance permit you to do so, I highly suggest you get involved in the first Saturday, or excuse me, the first Friday, as well as obviously the first Saturday devotions. Today, friends, going to go through an article entitled Urgency and Relevance of the Fatima Message, once again, located at Fatima.org. This was published a couple days ago by Andrew Sasonic and David Rodriguez for the Fatima Center. Begins as follows. As we begin a new year, it is appropriate to reflect on the Fatima Center's immediate purpose to widely make known the ever-increasing urgency of the message of Fatima. We are living in, quote, Fatima time. Our Lady's prophecies and Sister Lucia's dire warnings continue to play out in current events. Even Pope Benedict XVI proclaimed in reference to the Third Secret on May 13, 2010, in Fatima before 500,000 pilgrims, he deceives himself who thinks that the prophetic mission of Fatima is concluded. <clears throat> Pope John Paul II stated the following during a discussion with a select group of German Catholics in Fulda, Germany in November 1980. On the other hand, it should be sufficient for all Christians to know this much. If there is a message in which it is said that the oceans will flood entire sections of the earth, that from one moment to the other, millions of people will perish. There is no longer any point in really wanting to publish this secret message. We must prepare ourselves to suffer great trials before long, such as will demand of us a disposition to give up even life and a total dedication to Christ and for Christ. With your and my prayer, it is possible to mitigate this tribulation, but it is no longer possible to avert it because only thus can the church be effectively renewed. How many times has the renewal of the church sprung from blood? This time too, it will not be otherwise. We must be strong and prepared and trust in Christ and his mother and be very, very assiduous in praying the rosary. Once again, those are the words of John Paul II. And Mr. Sasonic and Mr. Rodriguez continue by saying further, Bishop Amaral, the third Bishop of Fatima, in a speech in Vienna, Austria, on September 10, 1984, stated the following. Its contents, its content, rather, concerns only our faith. To identify the third secret with catastrophic announcements or with a nuclear holocaust is to deform the meaning of the message. The loss of faith of a continent is worse than the annihilation of a nation. And it is true that faith is continually diminishing in Europe. Then, in a public interview in 1995, adding a crucial bit of evidence, Bishop Amaral stated, Before I asserted in Vienna in 1984 that the third secret concerned only our faith and the loss of faith, I had consulted Sister Lucia and first obtained her approval. It is urgent that Russia be consecrated. And one thing I want to add to that, though, is uh, there is a lot of concern that a fake Sister Lucia came on the scene after about 1967, and we've been through that before on the Our Lady of Fatima 
podcast. Next section, it is urgent that Russia be consecrated. After March 25, 2022, many Catholics thought the proper consecration of Russia might have been accomplished. It has not. And again, if I could interject, there's obviously a lot of controversy. I was one who believed at the time that the consecration did happen as requested by the Blessed Mother with the Pope and all the bishops of the world in light of the fact that there's still, well, the the two main things we have not seen in the world, peace in the world and the conversion of Russia to Catholicism, that has not happened yet. So in light of that, of course, I begin to wonder, but this isn't a, a doctrine of the faith, so reasonable people can disagree. Anyway, the authors here continue by saying, the events of the past several months have continued to clearly show that every person of faith to every person of faith that God is still awaiting the proper consecration of Russia. There's a note that says, for a more fulsome treatment of the current state of affairs in the church and the world, we encourage you to hear Christopher Ferrara's recent speech from the 2022, excuse me, 2023 Rome Life Forum, and a couple of links are given. War continues to devastate Eastern Europe, and now terrible violence has yet again erupted in the Middle East, and the attacks within the church have escalated. The ancient Roman rite with its apostolic origins is being prohibited prohibited by Rome. Unthinkable, since this is the worship which God himself has revealed as worthy of him and man's proper duty. Exacerbating matters, just a week before Christmas, the Vatican issued a scandalous document attempting to, quote, bless the unnatural vice that cries to heaven for vengeance. This document is evil and littered with practical, or shall we say, pastoral heresy. In no way can it be obeyed. Intrinsic evil acts can never be commanded or demand obedience. Under no circumstance can intrinsic evil acts be blessed or even given the appearance of having the church's blessing. Regrettably, the document makes no mention of the need for conversion and repentance for sin, which is so central to the gospel and the message of Advent and Christmas. The document fails to proclaim the truth that God himself provides us with the grace to live according to the precepts of his gospel and even to live heroic virtue. This document has scandalized all the faithful. We see bishops opposing bishops, and another note is given that says, to learn more about the problems with this document, we encourage you to hear Father Michael Rodriguez's sermon, New Scandalous Vatican Document, hosted by the St. Vincent Ferrer Foundation, and another link is given. Such blatant evils manifestly demonstrate that Russia has not been properly consecrated. Once that happens, Our Lady will promptly respond by fulfilling her infallible promises. At the other end of the spectrum, there are those who know Russia is not consecrated, see the signs of the times, read other prophecies, and believe the consecration of Russia is too late and is therefore no longer relevant. Helping bring about this consecration is one of the Fatima Center's primary goals. How do we address these confused matters? First, it should be clearly stated that the Fatima Center's raison d'etre remains the same as always, obedience by all both church hierarchy and laity, to Our Lady's full message of Fatima, that obedience has most certainly not been accomplished. 
Russia has not yet been consecrated to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, nor has it converted to the Catholic faith. Neither has the third secret been revealed. Second, very few people practice the first Saturday devotion requested by Our Lady. And this is really the the heart of the matter, whether you agree with the folks at the Fatima Center that the consecration has not been done properly or not. This is something we as the Lady can all do. We can We can all participate to the manner we're able in the first Saturday devotion. They continue by saying, to help turn the tide on this matter, the Fatima Center is launching a two-year campaign to earnestly promote the first Saturday devotion all over the world. We recently sent all our supporters a very helpful trifold leaflet titled First Saturday in Brief. Please distribute this to everyone you know. We are currently working on translating this leaflet into numerous other languages. In addition, we wish to offer Our Lady a spiritual bouquet of 100,000 First Saturdays by the 100th anniversary of her request for this devotion, December 10, 2025. We ask you to please sign up and participate in this challenge at Fatima.org slash 100 by 100, and a link is given, and share it with everyone you know. Third, a very low percentage of Catholics pray the rosary daily, offer prayer and penance, wear the brown scapular faithfully, or have consecrated themselves to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Thus, it is of the greatest urgency that we spread the message of Fatima to everyone we know. And a footnote is given that says, a simple but excellent resource to help anyone learn about the Fatima basics is our trifold leaflet Fatima in brief, and a link is given. Fourth, if someone is aware of the grave crisis in the church, then he should also clearly understand why the Fatima Center's purpose is more pressing now than ever before. All such devotees of Our Lady must be working with a greater urgency. David Rodriguez addressed this urgency in his talk, Fatima and the Kingship of Christ, at the Fatima Center's 2022 conference in New Hampshire. Another note is given, a little advertisement here that says all these issues and more will be addressed at our upcoming 2024 FADMA conference in Dallas, Texas, February 9th through 11th. We encourage you to get your tickets before the early birds special ends on January 9, 2024. So if you're able to do so and get to Dallas for that conference, I'm sure that would be wonderful. Fifth, and perhaps the least addressed and most misunderstood, is the fact that once Russia is consecrated and converted, the FADMA Center's Fatima Center's purpose will be inestimably more important. Following Our Lady's prodigious miracles and the conversion of Russians and hundreds of millions more, there will be countless souls who need to be catechized in the Catholic faith and taught about devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The church in the East will have to be reunited with the West, for there can be no era of peace without unity under the Vicar of Christ." All those who have worked with the Fatima Center for decades will then be well disposed to be used by God as his instruments to spread the devotions of the Rosary, the Brown Scapular, the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and the Sacred Heart throughout the East. It is never too late. The consecration of Russia should have taken place in 1929. Even in 1931, our Lord already said it was late. God requires prompt obedience, and we should not delay, so we've known for decades that it will happen, quote, late. However, it is never too late to obey Our Lady of Fatima. 
Our Lady appeared to Sister Lucia in Tui, Spain on June 13, 1929 to make her formal request for the consecration of Russia. Then in 1931 at Rianjo, Spain, since the Pope and Catholic bishops still had not obeyed Our Lady, Our Lord told Sister Lucia, it is never too late to have recourse to Jesus and Mary. Our Lady's command can't be overcome by events, nor bypassed, nor superseded. This is because God is almighty. He is in absolute control of all history. There is nothing that men or demons can do to throw God's plan off track. We strongly exhort all the faithful to never doubt Our Lady's words or promises. We should read and reread, ponder, meditate, and trust Our Lady's words at Fatima instead of reading the alleged prophecies of unconfirmed sources. And another link is given that says, to strengthen your faith in Our Lady's promises and God's absolute control over history, we encourage you to read Father Maudsley's recent book, Crushing Satan's Head, which delves into the authentic fulfillment of God's inspired and inerrant word. And this is important to discuss, friends. There's nothing that any man or woman can do. There's nothing that any demon can do, even Satan himself, to throw off God's plan. You know, the demons know that. They are, their level of intelligence is way above ours. They know they can't mess up God's plan because God is omnipotent and he is omniscient. There's nothing you can do to thwart God's will. Certainly no politician or judge or general or whomever, let alone any of the demons. So we want to be, you know, you know, you hear that phrase, you want to be on the right side of history. We want to be on the right side of the Lord and all of his angels and saints because we want to be with him forever in heaven. So people talk about New Year's resolutions and such. Let's resolve to be better Catholics in 2024. Or if we've been away from the faith to come back, if we're not Catholic, to convert. And tomorrow's a perfect time. I'm recording this on first Friday. Tomorrow's first Saturday. Let's get to confession, right? Let's get right with the Lord. Let's have our souls cleansed in the blood of the Lamb. And let's resolve and ask the Lord for his grace to be the best Catholics we can possibly be in 2024. Let us do the Lord's will. Let us conform to the divine will. Let us ask the grace to do that because we are nothing without God. We can't do anything without his grace. Let us cooperate with the Lord and far from trying to thwart his will, heaven forfend, let us be a part of fulfilling his will and know that there is nothing that anyone can do to thwart his will. So when you see bizarre, evil things taking place in the world, know that there is no one, no person and no demon who can thwart the will of God. He is going to have his way in all things. The last section here is entitled, Only Our Lady Can Help Us. 
we must obey Our Lady and encourage everyone we know to do so. And it is urgent that we do so now. The hour is clearly late. Yet the proper consecration of Russia will never be of little import. Why would Our Lady come from heaven to formally ask for the consecration of Russia, knowing that it would be of little to no import? She certainly demonstrated by her prophecies of July 13, 1917, that she knew what the future held for humanity. And God will not allow things to get better without that obedience to Our Lady. Only she can help us now. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. 2024 New Year Resolution Therefore, we urge every Catholic to obey Our Lady's message of Fatima. Please pray and do penance for the Pope and our hierarchy that they will consecrate Russia correctly and reveal the third secret in toto. And resolve this year to, one, live her message more faithfully, and two, tell at least ten more souls about her message. Cease offending God and remain in the state of grace. The penance God requests of each of us is that we obey his commandments and fulfill the duties of our state. Let us raise up to the Queen of Heaven a great Roman Catholic SOS. That's R-C-S-O-S. R, pray your rosary every day. C, consecrate yourself to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and pray for the consecration of Russia. S, be enrolled in the brown scapular and always wear it faithfully. O, offer prayers, sacrifices, and penance, especially the duties of your state and life for the hierarchy of the conversion of sinners. And S, practice the first Saturday devotion every month and participate in the Fatima Center's 100 by 100 First Saturday Challenge. So that's Rosary, Consecrate, Scapular, Offer, Saturday, RCSOS, Roman Catholic, SOS. And may God richly bless you folks for all of your efforts. I'm going to conclude by once again mentioning Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo-soma.org. That's halo hyphen soma.org. Also, please tune into episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast for more information pertaining to RPM. That's an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers. Before my niece was about eight years old, we didn't even know her favorite color. We had to guess as to what her wants and needs were. Now, by breaking through to open communication via RPM, by God's grace, first and foremost, her hard work and that of her family, we know that my niece is a comprehensive genius. She composes music, poetry, very gifted in regards to mathematics and science, and she knows foreign languages, all sorts of stuff. But you can't use a tool unless you know about it. That's why we need to get this website, those episodes of Our Lady's podcast, any other information you happen to glean about RPM from various sources to the people who need it, the family and friends of non-speakers. This has been as big of a breakthrough for non-speakers in terms of being able to communicate as sign language was for the deaf, or you can talk about in terms of being able to read, Braille was for the blind. It really is that massive. And still far too many people who need to know about it don't. And a lot of people are getting pushback about it too. Well, sign language got pushed back when it first came out as well. And now it's universally recognized as best practices for 
the deaf. May God richly bless you for getting the word out there because communication is a human right. This is taking non-speakers out of the prison of silence and getting into the world of open communication where they rightfully belong. And I can say by firsthand experience, not just with my niece, but with others, non-speakers are some of the most creative, kind, and intelligent people I've ever met. But you don't know anything about it and you don't know anything about them until they're able to break through to open communication via RPM. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Please say an Ave Maria for me and tune in again next time. Goodbye and God love you.